I hope you are ready for another exciting edition of yeah. your favorite sports show. Halftime is over and the third yeah. quarter podcast is about to begin. It's a beautiful Sunday morning, man. The birds are chirping. The coffee is brewing and my dog Prince is smiling. It's a great day to be alive and we are blessed. I hope you had a great weekend. If you didn't get a chance to check out Friday's episode, please go back and check that out. You can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts at Third Quarter Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, boom, at Third Quarter Podcast, T-H-U-U-R-D-Q-T-R-P-O-D. And you can follow my takes on my personal Twitter at Loyal J. Ricks Jr. Sundays are usually relaxing days. When I was growing up, kids were anxious to open their eyes. You know, you would run downstairs, pour a bowl of cereal while mom and dad would sleep. You know, you was either two types of kids. You was either a cartoon kid or you was a video game kid, man. And me and my brother, we were video gamers, man. We started playing games at a young age. Mario Party, Mario Kart, Need for Speed, Madden. But I didn't come familiar, become familiar with 2K until 2005 the NBA live was a thing back then so I wanted to bring on somebody who could help me out to explain the next topic um we have a 2k legend 2k god I don't call too many other people gods but he's a 2k god man he averages about 50 points on the record night I've seen it in person I've seen it with my own eyes gamer tag is feared in the PlayStation community He's a starting four for the Triple R Rec Squad, and he's the most talented artist in the tri-state. I am pleased to introduce, introduce, excuse me, Jiggy King. Yo, Jig. Yo, bro. Brad, what's man. going on, man? What's up, buddy? I appreciate that introduction. That's crazy. Nah, bro, that's you, man. I mean, I've seen it with my own eyes, bro. You be, I mean, you. <laughs> what, what you think is the most you dropped on the rec? Um, probably like sixty. 60? Yeah, like 60, 65, maybe. That's what somebody defending you, or like what happened? Yeah. It's, it's easier when it's um, a defender on me. The AI, AI is different? Yeah, because I can trick a person easier than the AI. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's sneaky. Sneaky dig. Yeah, sneaky dig. Sneaky. Yeah. Tell me, bro. I didn't know if you caught the recent um, 2K updates, but it looked like earlier this week 2k released an update changing the ratings of some of our favorite players um mm-hmm. you know updates are always a positive thing like i know you know we're always on 2k i remember when it first came out they had glitches and stuff what do you uh were you able to catch the uh the updates and you know joel and b was he's a 97 you know shaw's 93 nick claxton 85 lebron a 98 like what's your thoughts yeah um i think mb definitely deserves that um, I did get to see it. I saw Brian got got to the 98. Um, yeah, I think he deserves it. I think Claxton deserved his, his up, too, because um, he stepped up for the Nets, for uh, yeah. especially with the um, absence of um, KD and all that. So, yeah. Yeah, man, I, I definitely think uh, that Claxton uh, upgrade definitely surprised me. I, I thought it was crazy how 
he's higher than Russell and uh, DeAndre Ayton. You have any thoughts on that? Like, do you think he's a better player overall? You think you know two K is just a game? You know they be tripping sometimes. Um, I think sometimes they be tripping, but um, he's definitely not better than Russ overall. I mean, it's just it's a it's just a moment in time, so they're gonna um that's why it's an update so i mean russ could get higher if his play um improves you know what i mean he, he could he could surpass claxton easy i think but yeah, yeah he just right now is just not um it's just not looking like that for him right now no i feel that i feel that man like i mean forget all these other players man i know you we already told you we we, we already told the fans you were you a wreck legend i mean who's who was your who was the first player you decide to uh use in 2k like what got you good in 2k who'd you use um the first player um in 2k i started playing 2k in like 2k9 so that's like 08 to 9 so um i was a heavy celtics fan i was always a kobe fan but big kg fan kg was on the cover kg yeah, that's what really got me into it for real. So um, I don't know, probably Kobe. Now my favorite player though is to use in the in the um, in two K is is Steph. Steph mm. and B, those are my two favorites. Just because Steph, he can do everything. I think he's um, I think he's underrated on the finishing tip too. So yeah. and his handle is different. So he he creates space for everybody else and different shots and you know stuff like that yeah man i definitely agree with the uh chef being different chef curry is definitely a different beast i think his release on 2k his shot um i, I, I always make a four you know defense is just you know i mean you know jigs defense is just what i like doing um and i'm not big of a shooter but when i use his shot i can you know i knock something down you know what i mean yeah. I, I hit some but uh as far as like the best 2k i know you st- you said you started playing in 09 what do you think the best 2k game has been and, and why i mean they made a lot of advancements in the last couple of years but what do you yeah. think takes the cake um damn the best one i'm not gonna lie i think one of the more recent ones because i like the um i like the animations a lot i like um the move the 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 fluidity fluidity of the players um their movements and shit it's just more realistic some of some you know some of the animations and everything they do get out of hand but i do like a lot of the dunking um animations i actually like that you can um you know block people i know they've been doing that for a while now but i remember a time where you couldn't block a dunk in 2k right so like you know shit like that i I think that's why more it's it's hard for me to kind of pinpoint i think this might be my favorite one um personally just because of everything my my dude can do like Uh, you can actually shoot you feel me i always could dunk and shit but you know i can actually like really hit moving threes and you know what i mean a lot of step backs and shit like that so it's definitely different um it's definitely different playing with your player this uh, this year. I remember, like, you could always hit, like, I'll say the corner three, you know, hit the spot up three. 
Yeah. Nah, nah. This year, bull doing. I'm uh, stepping back. Yeah. 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 I'm stepping <laughs> into You feel me? I'm stepping into that. Yeah. He getting a yeah. yuck. Yeah. Yeah. But what do you think? Why I got you here, man? Uh, what do you think about the current MVP race? And um, I know everything isn't really solidified yet, but I know you got you got Giannis, you got Embiid, you got LeBron. Who has stood out as far as NBA players, and do you have somebody underneath the radar we should be looking out for? Um, I think that Embiid is doing what Embiid does. Um, I think he should. I think he should be the MVP. I'm gonna be honest. Like, um, I think he got snubbed the last two years, bad, like Ooh. really bad. Yeah. Um, Brian is doing. Brian doing what he gotta do though. It's hard. It's it's hard sometimes. Um, yeah. But I was. I would probably say Embiid probably is my favorite right now. And um, I mean that might be a little biased, but. I think I think he definitely is my favorite right now. To be um, objective, though, I wouldn't be surprised if they give it to the Jokic because he's he's Jokic. putting up the numbers. Yeah, I don't want to see him. I I like Jokic, but again, though, I feel like it's not even again. If you're doing your thing, then you're doing your thing. I'm not mad at you. Yeah, like, I can't. You can't. You can't deny that he's a great player. I think that. The shit Embiid is doing though is like crazy. Is is great as well, and I think he got snubbed. I think he got snubbed twice. I think last year he should have been the MVP. Yeah, and I I I don't know for sure, but I would think our our team standings are better than theirs right now. Anyway, is that a uh, is that a uh, 76ers comment? You were you were six you were Sixers fan. Yeah, I'm a Sixers fan. Okay, okay. Shout out to the Sixers, man. I don't want no yeah. smoke, dude. I don't want no smoke yeah, on air. I'm a Sixers fan, so yeah. I respect it, man. The Sixers are definitely doing their thing, man. Um, before you know, before we switch topics and everything like that, I appreciate you coming on, man. What advice would you give to the 2K players out there that don't pass the ball, that just going in there to the, the young boys playing the 2K? I mean, you can, you know how to, you know. Establishes yeah, you could try, yeah. in the game, but what what advice would you give them as far as uh, leveling up and becoming actually good at the game? Um, and you talking about the people that just don't pass the ball, or just in general? Uh, I'm I'm just talking about. I mean, and I'll put it in my perspective. Like when I when I didn't understand how to play on the wreck, let's say the wreck. I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. I like, yo, look, I gotta rely on you know the dude I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you gotta rely on your team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just can't yeah. go in here thinking I'm in my my player. Those type of players, I think that's is. I really think there's only three type of rec players: there's the beginners who are at that level, the middle dudes or like the role players who ain't gonna do too much, and then I think there's people like the scorers. It, it's hard to be a primary scorer in the rec, but you have those people on the team. Like, how do you get to the primary scoring position? Oh, um, <laughs> excuse me. Um, I believe, thank you, bro. Um, I believe that I don't know, like, to get to the primary score, I've just been good at this shit for so long. I don't know. I've been playing this yeah. shit for so long, and people, uh, it's a lot of people that haven't been playing as long as me, so they don't know, like, all the um, different nuances to the game, like, um, you know, me and you just talking before, like, about shit, like, certain, 
certain shit that niggas just really don't know about um, well, right. doing. Yeah. Um, but I feel as though, like, as far as trying to get to the primary score, like, you just got to make your fucking shots count. Like, you can't just be throwing up anything. I say take smart shots. Like, know your player. Know what side of the side of the court he's strong on. Like, know your, mm. know your spots. Like, um, don't try to force it too much. Like, know your badges, too. Like, um, know your attributes. Like, because some people get on here and just think, like, oh, I got this. So, like, why can't I do that? But... You know, you can have somebody on the other side of the ball that that um, is good defensively and has certain um, attributes or badges that negate those things. So That's like, real. It, it could, you know what I mean? You got to know what you're going up against. Like, and you got, I say, listen, if you a boy that don't pass the ball and you just be doing dumb shit, yo, feed the high hand. I'm tired of getting on this dumb and playing with this nigga. <laughs> that just be doing stupid shit like right now I'm playing the game as we speak and somebody just watching me while opening the corner and didn't pass me the ball that shit is a pet peeve of mine like if I'm open I want that shit if y'all can't score right. it's moving around like we gonna get the we gonna get this shit going but yeah everybody be trying it's a lot of people that just wanna be that guy that's not that guy yet like I think it's different yeah. I think it's different I think it's different for you because you can actually be that scorer that where if I pass you the rock, it's not going to be a dumb decision after that. Like, we're going to get a buck. Whereas, yeah, like, I can get a buck. Like, we, everybody makes mistakes. That. Yeah, like, I'm going to get to it, though. I'm going to get I'm gonna get there. Like, I, and my boy not one dimensional. So, you know what I mean? That's, that's probably what, that, that's what works for me. I always made somebody that could do, like, not everything, because my balls always wasn't like that. But for the most part, I always knew I could finish. So if anything, if I if I can't shoot, I can get to the rim. Like right. I can get to the rack. Like um, you feel me? But that's that's what makes you know scoring easier for somebody. Because if you if you could shoot, that's fucking great. But on top of that, you can finish too. Now. What are they going to do with you? It's, it's more, you know what I mean? It's more ground to cover now. So that's what going to take it for real. I ain't, I ain't going lie, man. Like, and I, I tell you all the time for the listeners out here, man, I don't get on here and just be talking anything. Everybody don't make the show. We need validity. If you don't know what you're talking about, sure, you can't be yeah. on. So, like, I, this isn't just, a, let me call my mans up because we be running the K. Like, nah, like, Jig really be getting to a buck, but. I get to it, yeah. Maybe, but, yeah. For any uh, for you uh, open to playing with people that uh, you don't you know randoms or anything you want to put your gamer tag on here or you want some they gotta prove themselves first like what you want. Bro? <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Niggas can niggas can try to um, add me on that John. Um, my John is Kona High King K O N O H A K E E N. Jeez. I'm on this job. Yeah, I'm on uh, PlayStation Five. Man, um, listen, we gonna yeah. put, we gonna put. I'm gonna put up. I'm gonna put up the. Uh, I got a film. I be recording everything on the five. I got, I got a few flashy buckets. I got, I got yeah. some. Uh, I ain't gonna show them nothing crazy. Everybody can't know what Jig be up to. Yeah, you got, you mm-hmm. gotta let them know like what you be doing too. Bro, man, listen, bro. On, on everything, man. And uh, when we play, I made a four because like. Niggas we play with, like, 
y'all just y'all do y'all thing. Like I'm Darren, he be getting a buck. D Moore be getting a buck. Zah be getting a buck. That's two guards. You get a buck. Someone gotta get the boards and, and knock somebody out in the middle. That's just what I. That's what I do. You know what I mean? I just. I'm just. I'm just complimented by the team. It's, it's a filthy team. I'm gonna get on. I'm gonna get on after the show for sure. You know what I, I mean? Think, but, but nah, man, I appreciate you coming on, and um, I know I, I mentioned appreciate earlier. you, Brady. Yo, already, bro. I meant, I know we mentioned earlier you an artist too. Um, was, is there any yeah. way you could find your music? You'll definitely be back on when we on the music tip. But is there any yeah, way yeah. you can find your music? Yeah, y'all can find me on um, y'all can find me on Apple Music, Spotify, um, under um, King K E E N. Yeah. There I go. That's that should that should be me. I got a few songs out there. And we working. Say no more, man. Say no more, man. I definitely appreciate you, bro. Uh, for those of y'all listening, man, stay tuned. We got more to discuss. We're about to discuss the New England Patriots, man. What is going on, Tom Brady? I think they need you again. We'll be back soon. It's that time in the show where I let the listeners at home know what has consumed my mind for the last 48 hours. If you listen to Friday's show, you heard me share my thoughts on the Aaron Rodgers situation, him looking for greener pastures, yada, 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 you know, him going to an AFC team, blah, blah, blah. But it reminded me that we're seeing a new generation of football unfold in front of our eyes. What do you mean by that, lawyer? What do you mean? I don't understand what you're saying. Let me explain it to you. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, right? Five years ago, those were like the, those three men were like the figureheads of traditional quarterbacks in the NFL. That's who you wanted your athletes, your scouts to play like. You wanted Tom Brady's study habits. You wanted Rodgers' arm. You wanted Wilson's ability to move around but these dudes aren't the same they're just not the same dudes i'm used to seeing or saw when i was growing up don't get me wrong they're definitely legends but their struggles this season show that you know all superheroes have a time limit you can add bill belichick to the conversation as well his patriots don't hold the same weight in the AFC conference. And that has led many to believe that Tom Brady was the key to New England's success. And let me just throw a couple things out there. I know it's a little, you know, far-fetched to some people, but just listen to this. The Patriots finished with a 9-8 and record last season. That was the ninth best in the conference, right? Picture, But mind you, keep in mind, we're talking about Bill Belichick, one of the best coaches of all time. They missed the playoffs for the second time since 2020. When Tom Brady was quarterback, they missed the playoffs. It's all over the news. We're not really talking about it this much, uh, this much this offseason. Why? Because we're used to it. Last season, the Patriots really didn't have an offensive coordinator by choice. They basically said, look, Bill Belichick and the quarterback coach, I believe, were the ones in charge of the offense, but there wasn't anyone hired as an offensive coordinator. You know where that left the Patriots as far as in yards per game, offensive yards per game? 26 in the NFL. You tell me what playoff team 
can produce with the 26 best offense in the league. But it's cool. It's, 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 it's cool. It's, there's good news on the way. There's help on the way. There's help on the way. And uh, the Patriots reported that they hired Billy O'Brien for the offensive coordinator role. The role that didn't exist in New England. The role that Bill Belichick said he didn't need. But mind you, he has experience with New England already. He already knows the Patriot mindset, the Patriot way. And he served in New England. I think he was a quarterback coach and a receiver coach. And then he was an offensive coordinator in 2011. So he has time in the system. And most recently, I know that's like a 10-year gap, you know, 2011, 12-year gap to now. We're in 2023. But most recently, two years ago, he served as the quarterback's coach for, for Alabama. The Alabama. Nick Saban, Alabama. He also played linebacker. You know, when he played ball. So all that to say, what do we think about this situation? What do we what do we think will happen in New England? Will New England all of, all of a sudden become a powerhouse team in the AFC because they have someone in a role that was vacant last season? I, I, I'm just not convinced yet. I'm not convinced in Mac Jones. I'm not convinced in the defense, um, despite Judon on the on the edge. They have a lot of pieces to fix. No receivers. Tom Brady could get it done with no receivers. Mac Jones can't get it done with no receivers. Tom Brady can get it done with one tight end. Mac Jones can't do that. It's just a different state of the franchise, and it's like no one's talking about it. It's like people were like, oh, yeah, that's Bill Belichick. We'll leave him alone because he's considered the great. Nah, like what, what is going on with the Patriots? And I don't really have any Patriots fans as friends. So it's like, I can't say this to no one close, so I'm going to say it to y'all. I'm going to say it to the listeners at home who's wearing the Patriots jersey. That's low-key putting it underneath the uh, the sofa pillow because they're embarrassed now. Yeah, we brought your team to light. But look, everything can get better, man. Everything can get better. And if Billy O'Brien brings his linebacker defensive philosophy and energy that us defensive players bring... And oh yeah, y'all got a shot. The all season has begun for most NFL franchises. The coaching carousel is spinning and spinning, leaving football fans and analysts at home with thoughts of who really runs the NFL, who really runs the National Football League. Football has always been a big passion of mine. I started learning the game with a very special group of guys. Dom, Swing, Mike, Ray, Nick. I could go on and on, man. I could go on and on. But my next guest, that's the guy I called um, when I was trying to become a wide receiver. He was the guy with the arm. And uh, we was trying to make varsity. So you could always see us at a field, running routes, practicing. Everybody welcome my boy Dylan Stein. Yo, Dylan, Dylan, you out there? Yo, what's good, loyal man? What's good, bro? I appreciate you coming on the show today, man. What you been up to? Not a whole lot, man. Just out here trying to make moves. Trying to be great like you, bro. Nah, man. Come on, man. It's not. I'm trying. I'm trying to just follow what I see, man. I'm trying to follow what I see. I know it's been a uh, difficult season for you. I know you a Fins fan, man. What you think of the? What you think of the season? Man. 
started hot, man. If, if Tua could stay healthy, you know, I think I think that'd be us playing this weekend. But you know, it might, it might be a little biased, but I mean, I'm, I, through it all, I think it's still a good season. Uh, it's kind of hard to win with the third string quarterback yeah. coming in. I mean, not everybody can be Brock Purdy, but you know, yeah, Skylar Thompson tried to do his thing, and we we duped it out with the Bills. Some questionable calls, but you know. Yeah, man. I think the fact that um, you guys are actually competing in the division, or everybody's competing in your division, um, I think you guys are often overlooked, especially um, with the Jets making a big jump this year. Um, I was impressed, dude. How do you feel about uh, Tua's concussion protocol? I know he, he entered concussion protocol twice. Like, what did you feel? How do you feel as a fan at home, knowing that you needed him to win this season? Uh, honestly, man, uh, <clears throat> off football is one thing, but health is the number one priority uh, when they go out there. So it, it hurts me to see, you know, my quarterback getting hurt and getting concussed, especially from somebody who has played the position as well as had, you know, a couple of concussions uh, growing up. So I know right. what he's, I know what he's going through. Uh, it, it's tough to see. Uh, it's really tough when. The signs are there for me sitting at home watching on on the couch but when the coaches can't see it the refs can't see it you know it's, it's a little it's a little uh disheartening you know it's a little, it's a little yeah. scary i can see it but why can't they and they're right there in person right right and uh it's been a big year of injuries man you saw um the demar hamlin situation in buffalo um scary saw, stuff yeah man it, it, i mean and we grew up playing at a time I, I saw a twitter post the other day where they was like if you could remember this um then you've been playing you you know then you're og basically you remember those little shoulder pad clips we had that we used to steal from people they used to be laying <laughs> around like yeah it's a different game man even the helmets are different they got zenith and everything we had the little um the little bubble clicking things in the helmet uh the retro pads it's a different game out here them bubbles ain't do nothing, man. Ain't do nothing, man. I ain't going live, man. We used to we used to get it in. We used to get it in back in the day. And I, I wanted to bring you on here, man, because I respect your football opinion. And I have a couple couple a couple situations, a couple who would you take uh scenarios for you. And I wanted to get your input if that's cool with you. Oh, for sure, man. For sure. That's a bet, man. Let's I'm gonna start off with, with your guy, man. We're gonna start off with Tua. He was compared to Hurts a lot this season. Who would you take? We're talking about franchise guys. Like you're taking this guy to become your franchise player. Who would you take, Tua or Hurts? Franchise guy. So now, I a little ad. Are we going? This is. I got the number one pick in the draft, and it's between Tua and Hurts. Or are we going after this season, moving forward? Who do I want? We'll do. Let's do like we like moving forward. Like kind of like a um, backyard football game. Like both of them. Sitting, you know, both of them waiting to be picked. You got the first pick. You won laces and spaces. If John was on spaces, it was to call you pick. Who are you picking first? So we get in. Yeah, I'm a little biased, man. My, my man Tua held it down. I mean, I, I don't know if you can remember, but when he was healthy, you know, we talking back, you know, week ten, week eleven. Fins are eight and three, number one in the AFC. Yeah, and and Tua making jumps, and now he's. Looking to lead the way at that time, you know, he had better MVP odds than Hertz did. Yeah. Now, when I think about, you know, moving forward, I got to think about the health. I know Hertz got a little shoulder bug going on, but, you know, that's 
You know, that's a little scary because look what happened to Cam. You know, Cam Newton yeah. was at the top of his game and a little shoulder injury. And now he, you know, now he don't even play. Yeah, and we don't see him no more. Rumor has it that, you know, Russell Wilson got that little shoulder bug and that's why he's the way he is this year. So, mm. shoulders are scary, but concussions, I don't know, man. You know, you get one bad, one more bad hit. You'd be ooh, done. You'd be done. Done for life. Yeah. But... I think you can prevent a concussion a lot easier than you can prevent a shoulder bug. You know? right. So both guys have, have proven that they are the face of their team because you take Hurts out, you know, right at the end of the year, they lose back-to-back games that were very important. Right. Some would say easy win games that they couldn't win without Hurts. Facts. And we, yeah. all, we all saw what happened in Miami when Tua went down. You know, sliding and sliding. Yeah. That, you know, that starts up front with the line. So, for me, it's, it's a little biased, but I still got to stick with my guy. I got to stick with Tua. I can, res- I can respect that. And, I mean, even when you break it down, I mean, playing quarterback, they're likely to get that injury. So, it's going to happen. But once it happens, it's like, well, damn. You know what I mean? What can I do? Um, yeah. But moving on to the next set of quarterbacks. I got three sets of quarterbacks, and then I got a special wild card for you. Okay. Um, Next quarterback is going to be Matthew Stafford or Jared Goff. Oof. That's a toughie. You know what I mean? I, I, I thought it was too because I'm like, one took the other dude, like replaced the other dude in Detroit. Um, but they both had similar seasons this year. At least I think Jared Goff played up to Matt Stafford last year. I mean, Matt Stafford was on IR. But it still makes me wonder, hmm, like who really won that, won that trade? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think we know who won the trade. Who who got the ring? Yeah, that's all. That's yeah. that's all we got. To talk about what they right say? There. They say you play to win the game, right? Play to win the game, man. Damn, play to win yeah. the game. You ain't lying, man. Um, I mean, that's tough. Just because both guys, you know, they're a little seasoned, and you know, they're they're, they're coming to the end of the rope. But yeah. I think, you know, if I want to stick with a guy who's gonna help me lead. I'll help lead the team to the playoffs, and you—you you said what? You said you play to win, right? You play to, hey man, you play to win the game. Who that Herm, Coach Herm? Coach Come Herm. On, man. So that's what—that's what we gonna do. We gotta go with Stafford because he's proven that he knows how to win the game. I respect so you, that. You get him out of Detroit. What's he do first year? He's out. So I'm gonna give go, me that ring. I'm gonna go get this ring and show y'all who I really am. Dang, nah, I don't know, man. I don't know. You might have to. uh you might have to get on uh like NFL, bro. I, that that take was kind of crazy. Man. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you, bro. That joke was crazy. Oh, uh, but you got the next one coming up. I think it's a little tough, but I think it just decides on what style of offense you like. We got Joe Burrow or Lamar Jackson. Joe Burr. Oh man. Joe that's Burrow cool. or Lamar Jackson. That's I mean, kinda... that's that's these are good ones, man. These are good ones. Nah, man, I, I appreciate it, man. I'm like, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, all right, well, you could run with Lamar. You know, Lamar brings so much to the game. Oh, well, Lamar cooked us. Cooked yeah. us too. Lamar, he, man, as a Steelers fan, man, I'm just I'm just lucky yeah. to be hard on defense. You know, how you, I mean? how you feeling about that? Jeez, man, I mean. You got both these guys in your division. I feel like uh, I'm, I would be more afraid of Lamar just mm. because of what he could. I mean, look at what we did to uh. Joe Burrow, you know my mentality, man. Look at what we did to Joe Burrow week one. 
Yeah. I mean, we ain't, we ain't playing around with that, man. Where Lamar, he's like, all right, I threw three picks. Let me get 300 yards on the ground. You know what I mean? It's it's a completely, completely different ball game. I, and I, you know me, man. I've always been a fan of the re-option offense. You know, I'm going oh, with for uh, sure. Yeah, I'm going with Lamar. But who who you got? I think, man, that's tough. But I think I gotta agree with you, just because like how versatile he is. He brings so much, so much to the game, man. He yeah. changes everything, and I mean, he got he got that MVP for a reason. So yeah, I think I think Lamar's proven himself. I think the Ravens need to stop playing around. Give my man some money. You feel me? Come on, but, man. But if not, I mean, hey, man, we got a spot for you uh, down in Miami. Might, might need might need somebody. Two might be hurt. Might need somebody. Two two might not be the same, man. I don't know. If, if Lamar slide and he from um, I I believe he's from Florida. I'm pretty sure he's from Florida. Yeah, I'm in the so. back, in the back of my mind. It's either he's from Florida or Maryland, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he's from Florida. But the last question I got for you, my man. Yes, sir. The last question concerning this: Patrick Mahomes or Saquon Barkley? This is like a franchise piece. So, like, I guess the question would be building a team. Who would you build a team around when it comes to these two? It's a wild card for sure. I'll tell you that. Yeah, man. That's a, it's a little – and again, you're an offensive dude. Um, I think it I think it goes down to what you like to do as an offensive coordinator. You know what I mean? You like to run. I'm going to pick Saquon. I, I like to run. I'm a, I'm a defensive guy. But then again, you got a talent like Patrick Mahomes who comes around once in a lifetime. Yeah, sure does. Yeah, man, so – I think I think I would go with uh, I still think I'll go with Saquon on that. What about you? Mm, I don't, you know it's tough. It's tough. I don't Saquon because the man's the man's a beast. He definitely yeah. is. But I mean, I think about today's game and and how it's played. It's all about it's all about that arm. It's all about that QB back there. It definitely uh, is. I mean, you look back in the day. I mean, you talking eighties, nineties football. Oh, that's Saquon all day. Yeah. Even, even early 2000s, I'm taking Saquon all day. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Mahomes is doing things unheard of right now. Facts. Uh, I mean, Bears. so, and when you compare it, the games running and passing, I mean, look at the Bears. They led the league in rushing yards, but what did that show for? They got the number one Negative. pick in the draft. Yeah. Now, obviously, there's other things that go into that, like defense and coaching, but when you look at Mahomes, I mean, he get he can get that ball down the field. He's already proven it. He can get the ball down the field thirteen seconds. Yeah. Now, unless you break in one like like Henry down the sideline for ninety nine, unless you doing, you see, run game really doing that much for you. So I gotta go with Mahomes on that one, man. Hey man, I can't I can't argue with that man, and that's probably a situation where I know we used to get it in back in Madden during the day. We probably. Do a franchise a franchise uh draft and uh handle that right on the sticks. All right, no, you but nah man, I appreciate you appreciate you coming on the show, man. Before I let you go, man, what do you think about this Sunday? Any predictions? Who you got? Man, this Sunday's about to be crazy. For I think uh I think Joe Berg gonna show him why why he uh he's Pat Mahomes' daddy. He gonna, <laughs> he gonna lead them bangles. Yeah, back to, back to the bowl, looking for revenge, and uh, I think you know Purdy gets a little wake up call when he sees a real defense. Because you know, I, I, honestly, if if Prescott wasn't you know playing as terrible as he did, yeah, you know, I, I think Cowboys 
would have won that game, hands down. But we just talked. This whole episode has been about a quarterback and that arm, man. Tell yeah, so yeah. Man. I think Hurts is going to light up that defense, and uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a nail biter down to the end. But I got the Eagles winning uh, by a late field goal, mm-hmm. and then uh, I think Joe Burrow going to come out for revenge, and uh, Super Bowl is going to be Bengals and Eagles. It's going to be one one for ages. I feel that man, and uh, I heard you say Eagles by three. How much you got the Bengals winning by? Man, that's a smooth ten. <laughs> smooth ten. Joe Joe Burr, man. Joe Burr. I'm telling you. My fault. My fault, man. My yeah, fault. Yeah, man, they call it Burrowhead. Okay. He that's crazy. Yeah, it's it's been a wild week, man. The trash talk has been crazy. I definitely think it's gonna be some good games, man. I'm I'm definitely gonna be tuned in, man. Dylan, man, I appreciate you. Thank you for the uh, service that you bring to our country, man. And um, looking forward to have you on the show again. Oh, for sure, bro. I appreciate you inviting me out. Keep doing your thing, man. You are ready. You know, I'm ready whenever you are. That's a bet, man. That's a bet. Hey, man, y'all want to stay tuned. We're going to wrap up the show. Talk to you soon. I hope you enjoyed another episode of the third quarter podcast, man. I also appreciate my guest, Jiggy Keen, and my man, Dylan. Man, you guys came on. You guys knew what you was talking about. I don't just bring anyone on the show, man. If you're going to come on the show, man, you got to be credible. Um, And the people in my life, I'm thankful that I've been surrounded by, you know, some thorough people that blossomed into uh, it blossomed into a great network, man. If you guys are looking to be on the show, don't forget, follow us on Instagram at third quarter pod, T-H-U-U-R-D-Q-T-R-P-O-D. And you can follow me on Twitter at Loyal J Ricks Jr. Everybody needs to be more loyal. Hope you guys enjoy the end of your week. Some people see it as the start of a week. I hope you guys have some time to reflect on the things and decisions we made this week. Hope we get to open our eyes to new perspectives and just spend time growing as individuals. We'll be back in another two days. This is the Third Quarter Podcast.